Good morning, everybody. Marble Mo here. It is October 14th, and I am in Marble, Colorado. Uh, the eclipse is happening right now, so the gravity feels weird. The energy feels weird. The lighting is a little weird. Um, yeah, everything feels a little weird. So I thought, well, what better time than to get on my podcast and record a very cool couple of um, it, little pieces that the that I found in this book called The Fabulous Valley by Alvin Fute. Um, again, my friend Sally gave me a couple of books that I hadn't seen in a long time, and so I'm able to go through and read and learn a little bit more about um, and confirm some history facts about marble. Um, This one was printed in 1950. Um, Some facts and conjectures about the Crystal River Valley in Colorado. Um, And in this section, it talks about marble. So I hope you guys enjoy. In the late 70s, 1870s, this is, prospectors poured into the Crystal River Valley in search of gold. Editor Adams of Montrose, writing in the Marble Booster, July 15, 1916, said, The towns of Marble and Crystal were only about five miles apart, the latter being farther up Rock Creek, right in the crevice on the mountains. They were rival mining camps in the early days. Each had a newspaper and each boosted its particular section to a frazzle. But the silver went down in price and the mines did not pan out as they had hoped. Both became deserted and inhabited only by a few optimistic prospectors who were ever and anon making strikes and telling about what a great mining camp that country was going to make. If you never saw an optimist in your life, Go into one of these mining camps and you will find him in all his radiancy in the prospector who has been pegging away at the number of claims for low, these for low many years. And it's just on the verge of striking it rich. Frequently, he hasn't had a dollar, but he manages to live by taking odd jobs, working assessments, and then lays in a supply of grub and tobacco. And he's fixed for another year. They are happy fellows, whole-souled and generous to the last pinch of flour and bacon rind. I love these fellows, the prospectors. Marble has all the comforts of home. The streets and the homes were all electrically lighted and supplied with city water of the purest mountain sweetness. It is incorporated in an incorporated town with wide awake people who have good churches, a good high school, and is modern in every particular way. And it is in, it is some size, about 1,500 population, I believe. That Saturday night, it was lively. The movie picture show running in full blast. The knots of crowds of men and women everywhere, both young and old, paraded the streets there and do the same things as we do in Montrose or elsewhere. It's a very cute little blip of of the marble booster. Uh, That was our one of our um, little newspapers we had. Marble had it 
had had its short boom as a mineral camp, but its resurrection and its subsequent life depended upon the the white purity of the stone for which it was named. Deposits of marble were discovered near the present site of marble by W.D. Perry and William Woods. In 1882, these deposits were later developed by the Colorado Yule Marble Company. John C. Osgood, who built redstone, quarried a piece of the marble for the World Columbian Exhibition in Chicago in 1892. This single piece said to have had cost $1,700 to quarry. Some rough marble was quarried in 1895 and 1896 and hauled to Carbondale in sleighs to be shipped. In 1906 to 1907, the railroad was built from Placida to marble, and a large mill was constructed. The marble was trammed from the quarries to to be finished at the mill. Montrose editor, Adam speaking of the mill, wrote, This is absolutely fascinating, so sit back and enjoy this one, because this is a really, really, really interesting piece. And I'm going to kind of read it in a, in a voice. So, the machinery was big as all outdoors. I never saw such a massive plant. Machinery you could not rest. Such a noise and hum you could hear, scarcely hear yourself think. Great cranes were carrying great blocks of marble as easily as though they were pebbles. There were giant saws cutting huge blocks into two, and every machine conceivable to cut and trim marble into the desired shape. The saws, the planers, and the run, uh, the saws and planers run in the water to keep them cool, and at the same time soften the stone a, tr- a trife. Great blocks of marble are brought in at one end of the building, and when they go out the other, they are finished and polished and carved and crated or boxed ready to be loaded upon the cars you would be interested adam continues to watch the machines and the men polishing that marble you would be interested in everything it does not seem possible to see such a huge block of marble come into one door of this immense building in all the rough and see it go through the various evolutions to make it beautiful there were, su- there were a bunch of Italian expert stonecutters, high-priced workmen, I should judge, doing the designing and carving. And the way they chisel out any old design is simply marvelous. On those big blocks of stone, it would look like it would take an age to saw a block into. But it does not. It is like a drop of water consistently falling on one spot of rock. It wears a hole after a while in one part of the building. They have what they call a barrel saw, and it cuts in a circle so that the blocks are sawed out round. Before many of the blocks are bought into the building, they are laid side by side and sawed into an endless wire that runs round grooved wheels at either end. The wire is kept cooled by wire, water. As in the temple of Solomon of old, at this mill, every stone is cut and shaped and fitted right there, so that when it goes to the place where the building or the structure is going up, it can be laid in place and cemented without a stroke of a finishing hammer. 
these expert workmen have designed and planned and they can produce it a thousand miles away from where it is eventually to be used. Another piece of construction that was underway were 40 massive columns 30 feet high for the Lincoln Memorial Monument in Washington. See, now this is where it gets interesting because this is a different fact than the one that I found earlier. Um, I found that there were 36 columns and they were 44 feet high. Um, so there's some, some discrepancies here that I'll have to look into. Uh, the Lincoln Memorial Washington, uh, Monument in Washington, for which the company had received contract not long before. The blocks that compromise each column are about five feet in height and must be eight to 10 feet in diameter. Each block is trued and fitted so that it makes a perfect joint before it leaves the works and, when, and is ready to be set in place for the monument. If I ever go to Washington on a pleasure trip, I shall look at that great monument of Colorado's superior industry and may have the pleasure of gazing upon every piece of marble in one of those columns that I had my hands upon when it was first in the first stages of development. Whoo! That would be absolutely insane to like have been one of those people to work on it and then go there and see it finished. Uh, yeah, that would be fantastically amazing. Um, what do you guys think about that? That's some interesting history, isn't it? I really love um, this and like looking at different history pieces and learning about uh, how all these things were created and done. Um, and it's nice to go back and read all of these uh, newspapers and articles that uh, were about marble back then because um, the Montrose was a big was a relatively large town still back then so it's neat to hear that we had such a massive plant and to because I always wondered what it sounded like here in the valley with all those machines and the train running through I'm sure it was quite loud and it wasn't a very silent place like it is today today you can hear the stones like splash at beaver lake because it's so quiet um but yeah absolutely fascinating to uh read about this kind of thing anyways i hope you guys enjoyed that little bit of marble history you guys have a great day